Welcome to Stolen Lunch's podcast where we get to steal away to be fed spiritually by God. We hold virtual Bible studies every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means, yes, you can tune in from anywhere at any time. If you miss a Bible study, that's where our Stolen Lunch's podcast comes in. So this Bible study was so good. So much great feedback and words of encouragement. So we had to make sure we put this on the podcast for you. Let's dive in. And so I want you to think about preparation and that Goliath in your life. And then I want you to also think about how is God preparing you with the ingredients for you to get to the other side of that. All right. So that's the content that we're going to use David and Goliath with on tonight. So here's what that looks like. So for those of you that know, and those of you that don't know, this is the route that we're going to go. Um, you know, David was the youngest of Jesse. So talking about the contents within the Bible and just the story that's going on, he was considered small and insignificant. He had these brothers that were serving in this army and they were strong and they were mighty and people just knew that like if they needed protection, if they wanted to reach out to his family, they would reach out to one of the brothers. It would not be considered David. Um, in most families back in the day, their job for the youngest son was to take care of the family sheep. So guys, he was out on the land. He was like doing his sheep thing. David spent all his days in the fields and he was primarily alone. So asking yourself this question, like how many of us have been in a season where we felt like we've been alone? Like we felt like no one's been going, no one has gone through or is going through what we've gone through. And we know that's just a trick of the enemy. We feel like we don't have anyone to talk to. We don't have anyone that can relate to my situation. And I'll be honest with you. There are some moments where I'm like, I, I want like God girls and I want godly men in my life, but there's moments where I want to have a conversation and I don't need you to just show up Jesus all up on me. I just want to talk, right? I want to talk. I want to get it out. But I also want to know that you're going to lead me back to Jesus. You're going to actually give me what I, righteous and ratchet. Yes. <laughs> Decora, I love that. Right, righteous and ratchet. I'm totally going to use that. I'm going to just let you know. So exactly. So it's in those moments where when we're looking to encourage ourselves, like there's moments where I need some righteousness and I need some righteousness, but I always need you to lead me back to the father. I always need you to lead me back to God. So he's in this field and he's constantly every single day. He's with the animals. He's with the sheep and he's lonely. He's by himself. And to the world standard, like he had, he wasn't very significant. His role wasn't a really big role. It wasn't very important. It was his brothers. And so why did God choose David? That's the thing. If we're thinking about the story of David and Goliath, and for those of you that don't know, let me kind of give you a little bit more content. And this is just going to be like the baby elementary version. So David and Goliath. So basically what happened was, um, you know, David was and I want to say he was chosen. He was honestly chosen by God to fight a giant. And everyone else could not understand. Everyone else would laugh at him. Everyone else would say this is not possible. Everyone else would say that he's not qualified. And it's in that moment, um, David decided that he was going to step up and he was going to rise to the occasion and because everyone else was fearful, everyone else was scared, everyone else was afraid. He said, why are you guys afraid? Like, what's wrong with you? Like the God that I have on the inside of me, he resides in you too. And so I'm willing to do it. And so giving you more contents into this story, it's one of those things where David was promised by God 
that he was going to be king. He's simply 15 years old when he was given this promise. Now he's a sheep boy and people are like, what in the world? What do you mean? Like he's a sheep boy and he's promised to be king. But here's the reason why God chose David. God chose David because even at an early age, he had a, he, he had a heart after God. He was after God's own heart. And so I thought about that and I, I said, you know, it was one of those things where it was like all God's life, I mean, all of David's life, he had a heart after God, right? And so I don't know where you are in this season. I don't know if you just came to Christ and you're like, I love Jesus. Well, guess what? You now um, have a heart that's, you're after God's own heart. Or maybe you've been in this journey for a really, really long time. Um, my prayer is that you're after God's own heart, right? And so he was chosen um, because he was a man after God's own heart. He loved and trust God like no other. It wasn't questioned. It wasn't doubted. Um, David would become, um, people, people would look at him. And when he was told at 15 that he was going to become king, Samuel poured oil over his head as a promise that one day he would become king. David was anointed by Samuel in front of the entire family. And for a lot of people, this would change their perspective. So let's look at this question. If at 15 years old, you knew one day that God's covering over your life, his promises for you was X. And let's just say his promise for you was king or his promise for you was queen. And you were going to be ruler over many. How do you feel like that would change your perspective on life? How would you look at circumstances and situations? Crystal, I'm gonna come to you because girl, you looking like, you looking like I would do X. So Crystal, how do you feel like in that moment at 15, you're told in one day, you're gonna become a queen? Um, to me, like, okay. I have not a care in the world because in a couple years, I'm going to be in control of all of this. That's, I mean, I'm just saying. At 15, that's probably what I would say. Right, Wakanda forever. <laughs> so, okay, Decor, you're saying Wakanda forever. Um, you're saying Crystal said no care in the world. Does anyone else have something that they want to put in there? If you knew at 15 that one day you will become, what does that look like for you? I'm a preparer. So anytime that I know that I'm going to have to do something, I mean, you kind of talk about being prepared or whatever. Like I would be like, what do I need to do? What, what position do I need to be in, in order to do this? Even though God promised you that he was going to make you that, like, what do I need to do to be prepared to be the best that I could be? Rebecca, you're right down my lane. You're right down my lane. And so that's where the preparation comes from, right? Um, exactly. That's exactly where, and I want to go back to Crystal and then I'm going to jump to Rebecca. Um, Crystal says she wouldn't have a care in the world. It's kind of like, I know it's all going to be taken care of. God has it. Like he promised. Yeah. I feel and like so, he'll equip you. He'll equip you. He will. He will. Yeah. So now I'm going to pose that one question that we all started off with. What's that Goliath in your life? And I want, I don't want, I will call on you if you don't answer. However, 
I will open it up and I want you guys to share some Goliaths in your life. And for those of you that may not want to share, if you want to type them in the chat, I'll, I'll actually read the chat and we can kind of do that as well. But unmute yourselves and share some of the Goliaths in your life right now, because we're going somewhere with this. Y'all gonna make me call on you? Really? That's what we doing tonight? I was getting ready to type it in the chat, but I was going to say, it's kind of like when people be like, oh, you got the call on your life. And I was like, no, my phone must be cut off. Because <laughs> 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 you got the wrong number. I don't have a call. Because I can, I know what comes with the call. I know what the responsibility is. And I think that's what I was going to say. If someone told me <laughs> that I would be queen of Wakanda, I'd be like, yeah, no, not, not the kid. Like I, I just, it would be such, it would be such, but I would want to prepare. Like I would walk different. My decisions would be different. I wouldn't be borrowing money. I wouldn't have bad credit. Like I would just be like, <laughs> it, it, the same way that we're supposed to be like having that Christ feel accountability of everything that I did, I would look at how is that going to affect me and how is that going to make God look? So I would put him in everything that I, all the decisions I made is what I guess I'm trying to say. No, that's really good because one of the things that you said is you would put him in all the decisions that you make. When you know without a, without a shadow of a doubt, you're like, he's promised, he's already said it. Like, this is what he's going to do. I know it's going to happen. So I'm going to put him there. And the real question is, why aren't we doing it now? I'm coming for you. I see you. I see you, right? I see you. It's one of those things where it's like, what's preventing us? What's stopping us from putting God in all of those situations right now? So let's go down someone else's gonna that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother road that we can go down. Um, fear. Um, Shannon said, you know, unwavering faith. I can relate. Um I said I got the wrong person exactly. So someone else, share with me your Goliath. What's that Goliath in your life right now? What's that one thing, those two things that's holding you back, that's stopping you, that's preventing you? Um, and maybe you don't have any. No, I, I'll share my story. Because I, I literally, some of us here do know what the calling is over our life. Um, some of us don't. <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to let somebody in. If I could. Oh, you did it. Good. Um, I know that with this ministry, God has called us to reach millions. I know that God has called us to a virtual space to where we can have, you know, Bible studies like this all the time for different things. That was a, literally a vision God gave me years ago. And I was like, what? To go online and, and like, you know, usually you're part of a, a Bible study group at your church. You know what I'm, I'm like, Lord, like what? But so to your point, to have David at 15 know that he's going to become king. I feel like God spoke to me many years ago and told me that I would be running a global ministry where people can log on at any time from anywhere in the world and be a part of conversations that talk about Jesus, that point people to, to Christ. So I don't know if my Goliath is, you know, it's not fear or anything like that, but it, it's literally like, is this for real? Did you like, like you said, your phone is like, is my phone numbers off? I'm like, God, I'm walking in it and I'm doing it. But is this really for real? So it's almost like you're walking blindly. Mm -hmm. So I would say my Goliath is sometimes my, it, me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes me, it's not 
you know, people or anything out there, I'm doing it. And I'm like, but that's the promise you gave Lord. So I, I, I commend everyone here that can actually walk in that and believe it and stand on it and trust it and just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to become king or you're going to become queen. Cause I'm in this thing and I'm just like, God, I know you've called me to it and I'm doing it, but is this really going to happen? Is this for real, for real, for real, for real? So that I would say I'm my Goliath sometimes. I love that. The chorus said that as well. Uh, one of the statements that she said was myself. Anyone else want to share their Goliath? I will. I'll share mine. Um, right now, the Goliath that kind of not just myself, but my family is is going through it. We found out that my sister, my oldest sister, um, has cancer. And um, we are praying and believing that um, our God is going to reach down and touch her. Um, and you're talking about a battle. Um, you know, this is definitely a hard battle to go into. Um, and just praying and believing um, not only for her healing, but that through this process that people in my family um, would become more like Christ and more drawn to Christ. And, you know, you never expect something like this to happen. Um, she was fine two months ago. Um, and then everything was, was so sudden, um, but that's the Goliath that we are facing. Um, and just like David, like there's no battle, there's no giant that is too large that God can't handle and that God can't take down. Um, so that's kind of the Goliath that me and my family are facing right now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. We're definitely, definitely praying. And, um, I love how God just intertwines everything because, that goes into like my next point of I can imagine David, you know, being like, God, like I'm just, I'm just a shepherd's boy. I'm just out doing my thing in the field. What do you mean? Why me? So when I think about those Goliaths in life, right. And I like just using myself as, as the example, it's like, God, why am I going through this? God. And, and I know, I'm an old school, I'm a PK kid, so I can take it back. And sometimes they say, you know, don't question God, but let's be real. Like, I'm like, why me, God? Like, why is this happening? Why is this occurring? Um, what's going on? Why did you choose me for this? I know you won't put more on me than, you know, I can bear and I can quote the scriptures, but I still have questions, right? Like, why? And so I can just imagine David being like, God, why did you choose me for this? I have other brothers. There's other people in the army that you can choose. They're much taller. They're much stronger. They can handle it. But why me? Um, they're taller. They're braver. They're stronger. And then I flip it to like making it a reality for us. They're smarter. They're more connected. You know, they're more educated. They're more qualified. They look the part. They speak the part. Why me? Like in every single thing, it's like, why me? And so David is questioning, even though he's already been appointed, even though he's already been anointed, even though it's already been said, it's like, why me? And so I equated that once again to the word of God, because here's the reality, right? He was promised a thing. 
He was promised a thing. He knew it was going to happen, but it still didn't mean that doubt from time to time didn't creep in. It still didn't mean that sometimes you weren't consumed with fear. It still didn't mean that sometimes you may have thought that it wasn't going to happen. Um, and oftentimes it doesn't happen the way that we think it's going to happen, right? Um, and so I want to prepare you for the fight because we talked about, you know, in the video, what are you fighting for? And preparation for the fight simply looks like this for David. See, David went through this journey, even though he was anointed, appointed king at 15 years old, and he had all of this opposition. It was one of those things where he was a shepherd's boy and he was out and he was fighting lions and bears. And so it talks about in the story, and I, I really encourage you guys obviously to read the story, but it talks about in the story how, you know, he would slay the lion, he would kill the bear. And it will be moments where if the lion had a sheep in its mouth, David would go after the sheep to save the sheep with the lion. And it even goes in there and he talks about, he would like take the hair of a lion. Do you realize how close that is? Like, I want you to really visualize that. Like you are close to a lion's mouth, taking a sheep out because it is your duty. It is your responsibility to save the sheep at all cost. Your calling that Goliath in your life is one of those things like we have to go with, go at it at all costs with every single thing that we have that we know because God wants us to step up. He 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 knows that we're king and we're we're queen. And because we have that promise over our life, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be naysayers. So imagine this, right? So it talks about even in the story how, you know, people began to laugh at him. And so even on our journey, when we have something that we're called to do, people are going to laugh at us. They're not going to believe in us. There's going to be moments where there's doubt. They're not going to understand it. Do you think you can do that? Are you sure? And then there's oftentimes where we begin to question ourselves. Like even Jacinda just said, you know, wow, like all of this. She said millions. And then you think about it and you're like, God, I've been in this for six years, going on seven years, and you call me to millions. Like, how am I supposed to get this done? And he's like, but I've called you to this. This is the promise. This is the promise because he promised them. He promised David. And so, you know, moving on in the story, <clears throat> not only did David fight Goliath, but it talks about he ran to meet Goliath. He ran towards it. He ran towards the opposition. He ran towards the fear. He ran towards the doubt. He ran towards the unbelief. He ran towards it. And a lot of times what happens is we go through a situation, right? We go through a situation and we feel like we want to run away from. And here David is, like, I am going to defeat Goliath and I'm going to run to him. So imagine David, I'm just like picturing David at like five, six feet. And I think they actually share his actual height in the Bible, but Goliath is like nine feet. This is like ridiculously tall and very abnormal, right? And then you have all of this armor. 
like the armor men that put, you know, the armor on David, it talked about how this armor itself weighed 125 pounds. He couldn't even hold the armor up. And so that's where the five stones came in. And so here's what I want you to think about when it comes to the armor. Don't allow the enemy and other people to put things on you that God did not design for you to have holding you down. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you this, when you start carrying the weight of other people and you're not supposed to be carrying that weight, you're holding yourself back and you're hindering yourself. And so here's what the preparation looked like to get to this point. So let's get to the fight. The fight was, it was a lion and it was the bear and it was David being after God's own heart. So in every situation while he was out in the field, he was being prepared for a time such as this. And it was in that time such as this, when he was ready, he was running toward Goliath. He knew that God was with him because he prepared him when he was in the field, defeating the lion. He prepared him when he was in the field, defeating the bear time and time again. And so he built up his faith. And so I wanna ask you, and you thinking about your Goliath situation, right? I want you to think over how time and time again, God has shown himself faithful. How time and time again, he's been preparing you for this very moment. You just had no idea this is what preparation looked like in this season. He had been preparing you to go to Bible school and you didn't even know it. He had been preparing you, Steph, as a prayer warrior to draw even more people to God for this very moment right here. It's all the prayers that you prayed for other people standing in the gap, having faith for them when they barely had faith for themselves. It was in the preparation, it's in the preparation season. And now God is like, I need you to run towards Goliath. And I don't know what your Goliath looked like if you didn't share, but whatever that Goliath looks like in your life, know that God has already promised that he is going to give you the victory over that situation. And so here's how you fight. And this is the practical step in fighting, right? It was in the video. It was right off the cuff. How you fight is what God promises. And so this is a little book. I honestly, I love, 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 love this book. And, and you guys probably think every time I get on, I talk about books. I'm a, I'm a, um, I fight with the word of God. That's honestly the only way that I make it. Um, and so this book is called Bible Promises for Life. And the way that it breaks things down is pretty much any and everything that you're going through, it gives you Bible scriptures for it. So it talks about anxiety, care, chosen, con con um, confusion, contentment, help, holiness, spirit, um, peace, patience, support, testing, um, wisdom, work, worship, all these different things, right? It literally talks about the promises of God. And so when you're facing the Goliath in your life, I want you to think back to that situation where you go to the point where you said, this is what God has promised me. This is what he's told me. I've, I already have the victory. I've already won. I will be walking victoriously. I will be walking differently because I know the promises. So walk like it's already done. And when you choose to walk like it's already done, that's when God can really do the miraculous and he can really begin to move. 
um remaining with god every day is the key to trusting him in difficult times in difficult situations leaning towards him versus running away from him coming into community versus exiting community um the Lord saved me from the paw of the enemy. He saved me from the paw of the bear and he, he'll he save me from the powerful hand of this Philistine too. That's exactly what David, David said. And that's, that's in Samuel, that's like Samuel 37. And so understand this in conclusion, that God, he said saved ED. He walked as though it was already done because he knew it was already done. He had to just walk it out. So in your preparation, understand this, whatever you're going through right now, God is preparing you for something greater. He's preparing you. He's taking you through the situation. He's taking you through the, the trial. He's taking you through the test. Um, but it's all in that preparation. It is through David um, being that shepherd boy that he needed to be out there with the lions. He needed to be out there. He needed to have the adversity at home with his family and all those types of things. They needed to doubt him in order for him to remain a man after God's own heart, to have the victory and preparation to move forward. And so here's how I want to end tonight. How I want to end tonight is simply this. I want to know in this season, and some of you guys can drop it in the chat and some of you guys can actually share. What is that scripture that you're using right now? What's that one scripture? What's that two scripture that maybe you need three scriptures? I'll give you guys a prime example. So I want you to think about that scripture that you're using right now for when you have the Goliaths that come into your life, you speak that scripture. Now I wanna do something really, really powerful. When I say speak that scripture, I'm not talking about you read that scripture. I want you to speak that scripture into the atmosphere. Because see, it's, sometimes what happens is we have prayer in our mind and we never speak it out loud. We have thoughts in our mind and that's where the enemy, he begins to play. But God wants to hear your voice and he wants you to release it into the atmosphere. And the only way that you can release it is if you speak it. And so what is that scripture that you're using in this season in your life to know that it is the promises of God, they're yes and amen, and you use it and it is your go-to and you quote it to yourself on a constant basis. And no matter what's going on, you can say that one scripture and the atmosphere changes. It's like, we know that in stolen lunches, we're known for gratefulness. Like we can usher in gratefulness like nobody's business, right? What's that one thing? And if you don't have it, I want tonight that to be your assignment, go find it. So here's what I had to do a few weeks ago. A few weeks for me, it was several areas in my life that I needed to fight. It was several Goliaths that was going on in my life. And so I had to categorize my scripture. So I didn't have just one. It was, I needed scriptures for my marriage. And so those were scriptures that I had. And I was like family and I categorized family. And in that area, what I did was I said, okay, here's the scriptures that I'm going to say out loud at different moments throughout the day. Then I said, okay, finances, here's finances. And then I had scriptures on finances. Then I had some, some things that were going on with health. And I was just like in this season where I was like, you know what? I've been dealing with this for a little bit. 
And I said, I, I began to believe the lies of the enemy and saying X. And I said, I just need to speak healing over my body. I believe in doctors. I believe in medicine. And I believe in the healing power of the Holy Spirit. And so I needed to get in an alignment with that. And so I began to categorize different areas in my life and I put scripture to it. And so I would encourage you to actually take the areas in your life, apply scriptures to those areas and watch God works and watch how he prepares you for the next season in your life. And I'm super excited to hear the testimonies from that. And so I see a lot of scriptures flooding in. Um, and so guys, that is the conclusion for us tonight. Um, does anyone have anything they would like to share before we end? Any last remarks, anything? And I want to open it up. Hey, Antonio, good to see you. Um, I want to open it up tonight. Um, does anyone want to end us out in prayer? We're going to pause. So just in, if you want to take it, I think you have. Um, so if you want to actually um, come back on, I don't know. I think I've seen a message. You can end us in prayer. Okay. And then if you have any last words. Perfect. Thank you so much, Mel, for this, this word. Um, my takeaways, I hope that you guys just can kind of just chew on it a little bit as far as like the Goliath in your life, the Goliath possibly with the S. And just knowing that God has prepared us for it. And so in your preparation is hide, hide the word in thy heart, you know? And so Mel kind of gave us some homework. If, if there's scriptures that you can roll with, that you can go to like, good. If you don't have that, let's get prepared. Let's get prepared for it. I think my biggest takeaway that you said was that here's David, who's little, wearing all this armor, but he ran toward Goliath. So when I shared earlier about the things that I, you know, me standing in my own way and stuff like that, I like, I think of David, he wasn't hesitant. He wasn't scared. He wasn't doubtful. He ran. And that's the type of confidence we need to have in our Lord. You know, when you think about that thing that, that may be troubling you or maybe um, that mountain that you're facing, God is calling us to stand in confidence in him in the promises of the Lord and to run to it and to know that he's going to equip you with everything that you need to take it down. So my big takeaway is run is to run toward it and to not be weary. Um, thank you guys for dropping in these scriptures. Um, for people who are needing them, look at some of these scriptures that people are using and dropping in. Uh, my scripture was, I was the type of girl that was like, I don't know any scripture. I don't, you know, I'm not a PK kid. So I didn't have all this word in me, but the first scripture that I ever could memorize and then could actually truly believe and walk in is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. I can do all things because it's my God who gives me strength. So what's your scripture? Drop it in here for others that may need it. Thank you guys so much for being on tonight. Um, Bible study is again next Thursday, uh, this Thursday. It's every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. And we pray every Monday and Wednesday at 6 a.m. So a lot of us that you see up here, uh, we'll all be on prayer call tomorrow at 6 a.m. for any prayer requests that you have, or if you have some prayer requests for someone else, we wanna stand with you in the gap in prayer. So um, let's go to God and we'll close out so you guys can enjoy the rest of your evening. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this time. 
Um, thank you for just stopping us down um, on our Tuesday evening. Oh, we could be doing other things, but there was something in us and our Holy Spirit guided us to be here with you tonight. So we thank you for the word that went forth from Melody. Thank you for using her. Um, God, we are reminded that, yeah, there's going to be Goliaths. And yes, sometimes they're going to look really, really big and scary. Um, but to not be weary, but to stand on your word, stand on the promises of the Lord, and to have the confidence and the boldness to run toward it to run toward it because you've equipped us with everything that we need to fight it, to stomp on it and to win over it. God, even though these things may look impossible, you are the God of the impossible and you make things very, very, very possible every single time. Thank you for each and every person that's on tonight. And God, I just uh, ask that you answer that slow, quiet, soft whisper um, of a prayer request that they've been sending to you, Lord God. You know what their needs are. Um, I pray that you meet them right there. I pray that you just let them know that you are there and that you haven't left them. Um, give them uh, the comfort, the comfort that they need. Um, not that they're asking you sometimes to end the storm, but that we're asking you to, to never leave us while we're in it. And God, if you're in there with us, God, we know we can overcome anything. Um, thank you, God, for the, the, the virtual aspect of Zoom that we can all be popping in right now from different cities, different states, different churches, different everything to just come together for one commonality, which is to love you more. So, God, we pray that we can continue to try every single day to be better for you. And we pray, God, to just be the best that we can for you. It's in the mighty matchless name of our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, that we all unmute and we all say amen. 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 Thank you so much for tuning into our Stolen Lunches podcast. To get connected, log on to stolenlunches.org. We also have numerous online faith community groups that are waiting for you. We are active in these groups all day, every day, praying for you, celebrating you, walking and doing life with you. We have women, men, co-eds, and our cool couples community. Again, all details, stolenlunches.org.